So part of the new format for this season is for TBD. It's a podcast thing. It'll be released bi-weekly. So it's going to be predominantly focused on people that are going to express what it means to be determined. So most of the people that I'm going to have on here are going to be entrepreneurs. They're going to be focused in side hustles and their their grind for passion and creativity, their grind for expressing themselves. And hopefully the content and focus is still conversation, having meaningful and hopefully mindful communication with one another to where we can express our light within ourselves and how we can bring each other's dreams to fruition. At least that's the general focus. So on today's episode, season premiere of season three, this is uh, Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Oh, and excuse some of the audio. There was a weird overlay in the recording where it sounds like I'm talking over him, but they were my responses to what he was saying. And it, it really, the, there was an issue with my Wi-Fi, and it, it really bungled that up, and I made some poor microphone choices on top of that. So you can hear Matt, absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm a little fuzzy sometimes, and I apologize for that. But uh, please listen to Matt and accept my apologies and uh, listen to what this guy has to say and, and what we both had to say about what some ideas that are behind some of these animes. Hope you have a good listen. Thanks. Bye. Hello, my fellow humans, my human fellas. Have you ever been interested in possibly doing real estate or becoming a real estate investor yourself? Maybe you doing a fix and flip or you have a property you want to sell. If you're in the Denver, Colorado area, you can contact Tim Holly at timholly.jparmodernre.com or text TBD to 720-664-4205. That's TBD to 720-664-4205. This is Matt St. Jack for Anime Talk. Hey, man, uh, I liked... Uh, I think, well, I don't know if that's your most recent episode, but it was the one that caught my attention was the top, your top five. And, um, I saw, I met you on, uh, what was that? That anchor group, wasn't it? Through yeah. Facebook? Yeah. 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 Um, so, I'm curious, like, anime is definitely kind of a niche. So what is it that made you want to do like an anime podcast? Uh, man. So, Here's the thing, right? So I started, I started watching anime. You know, I mean, I, I think I feel like everybody really started around like you know the traditional like Dragon Ball Z, um, you know, type anime. Everybody was you know rushing, trying to get home from school to watch Dragon Ball Z. Um, but after after kind of getting into that, I didn't fully really get into anime like fully until it's probably like 2008 ish. So I got into Bleach um, by literally just finding it on tsunami and kind of got into bleach then i got into then it was like a rabbit hole it was like you know i've got into bleach then it was trying to find uh like you know naruto and then all these other shows that kind of kept going and at this point man i've i've been i've really just kind of like i said falling down that rabbit hole I, i think i probably watched the last time i logged i think i'm sitting at about uh about 75 to 80 shows that i've watched um and that's just the ones that I can keep up with. And that's not including like, you know, your one piece that's at like 950 something episodes or bleach at 367. <laughs> um, so uh, some of those long watches. So I don't know, man, like I said, I, I kind of got into it, different genres, different, different things. And I, I with my podcast, um, the reason, the biggest reason why I wanted to do it was because I feel like everybody likes anime in some sense, but I hate the the negative kind of stereotype that anime gets that it's all like hentai or it's all like some kind of <laughs> anime porn. You know what I mean? Like I got tired of like that negative stigma. So I was like, dude, 
like people don't understand there are there is depth in shows like this like an anime that a regular show that you can watch you know like netflix or something on hulu or cbs or something like that like that you would that it would completely blow your mind if you could get past the animation so that's more so what started me on on the on the path of doing a podcast was just to prove people that anime is more than just you know like animated porn you know what i mean like it's more than that <laughs> that's funny because uh that was my my i have a uh um she'll be 15 this upcoming year but uh we were talking about one piece and and he watches a lot of like uh anime spoilers and stuff like that that he gets through like tiktok and stuff and uh one of the jokes they had running on one piece was uh how nami's breasts keep getting bigger after each season and and that was like the running gag and i was watching it and I was like, you know, I didn't. It didn't even dawn on me that that's what was going on. But now that I've noticed it, I'm like, okay, I can see why this kind of stuff might turn people away a little bit because they that show especially they they get a little crazy with uh, their their uh, their liberties because that world is just so huge. Like you know, they touched on uh, you know transgenderism, uh, feminism. They touch on the gay aspect a lot, like homosexuality. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there, but it's funny, if you don't gravitate towards that, you start to realize that it's there's it's just a normal role. And some of the characters that actually play in those roles are very dedicated, loyal characters. You know, it's, it's not even that, like you said, like, there's a weird stigma that gets attached to topics like that. Like, it's almost taboo. But there's, there's a lot of, like, for me, anime has a, a hard... Um, what do they call that art imitating life kind of scenario and and that's why it always it, it, to me I, I think it was like the, my first or second episode of my last season my season two um i talked about the uh it was the story arc of um robin on yeah. one piece and how they talk about a world government and how how history is written, but I, and this is like you know realistic stuff here. Right here. History is written by the victors. Yep. So that and that whole dynamic, like those historians are trying to uncover this history that's been hidden by their government because it held like an uprising, you know, yep. and and it's and they're trying to keep that away from everybody. And I'm not going to try to go too much into the spoilers because I'm only I think I'm at like. Geez, where am I at right now? Four hundred and ninety, I think. <laughs> oh yes, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta ways to, uh, you gotta go ways to go to catch up, but oh, still yeah, a good yeah. part though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's why, like, you know, it was kind of cool to see. I, I saw your comment, and I was like, man, you know, that's actually kind of cool because um, I find the connection of of art imitating life through, like, I'm a big comic book person too. Like, I love comic books, and uh, when I first got into anime it was more the art style rather than the actual story i think the first anime that i can recall watching was actually a anime version of uh the odyssey the the story the odyssey and i remember watching they had harpies in there and the harpies had human boobs and like to me it was like the way i thought of it is like if you've ever seen any type of greek art you know there's a lot of naked people in that in that type of art so i took i remember taking it to school because we were discussing the odyssey in, in elementary school and i showed the teacher about that <laughs> you know i let him borrow the, the thing that I had. <laughs> and i said hey we should watch this in class and he brought it back to me the next day and he goes you know what i don't think we can watch this in class <laughs> he goes well, yeah. you know, it was really good <laughs> but it's it's crazy because um, like my first anime movie, like when, when, when I was growing up, I'm in my forties now, when I was growing up, the animes, I don't recall them ever being on TV. Like, like, uh, if you wanted to watch a really good anime, you had to go to the video store and then <laughs> go to the cartoon section. And usually you'd find some really obscure anime movies. And some of them were pretty bad. Like what you're saying, like hentai style yep. stuff, you know, and it was, and I remember, I remember watching, I can't remember what it was called, but it was about heaven and hell. And um, it was, Earth was like the middle ground for this battlefield. And there was a, uh, they had like a detective that was human. And then they had another detective that was a, 
a demon and then they had uh, an angel type character and the three of them were navigating through this balance of you know good and evil and mm-hmm. and how earth was supposed to be this common ground for the two people it was a really good anime but that one was very sexually aggressive in a lot of different ways and i remember watching it with my friend's parents and uh they i could just see the look on their face you're like, <laughs> like that cringe that cringe oh, moment and uh but like like akira was the first big one uh the og yeah that that kicked us that i feel kicked off the, the explosion in in america and it was funny because like you know i started watching those kind of cartoons later and my mom was from uh she's from juarez mexico and uh she told me like like she used to watch speed racer it was called mentioro uh you know back when she was a kid so it's like a type of animation had definitely been around you know, longer than than when I noticed it because I started watching that stuff when I was like fourteen, you know, fourteen yeah. or fifteen, and then uh, uh, ultimately, like this this I don't know if you want to call it an anime explosion or what it was, but like when Naruto came out, and then uh, One Piece and Bleach, and I got sucked into Naruto so quick, and then uh, actually it was I was Bleach was first, wasn't it? Um. Uh... I'm trying to think. I, think I feel really like cool. I feel like it was. It may have been. It may have been Naruto. Actually, I want to say. I want to say Naruto came out first, or, or and maybe they came around similar times. But I know it was. I feel like it was. I feel like it was pretty close. Yeah, because I, 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 those are the three that why well, I, I watched um, Naruto and Bleach a lot. Those are the ones that I watched like weekly, you know, religiously, and. Uh, <laughs> It was one of those things like my son now, you know, because I got Funimation and and all these other apps where you can just binge watch them. You know, I had to wait for the episode to actually come out. And, and, oh, dude, tell me about that. Right. And then they dropped those fillers where you got to sit there and watch this ridiculous episode that has nothing to do with the main storyline. Yep. (laughs) It drove me out. Like what I was saying, where art speaking to life. Like, what is it, some of the lessons that you think you, think would relate that people that don't watch anime what do you think they could pick up and relate to like everyday practices uh i mean like there there are so many different ones i mean when you like you said even just hinting or or just kind of talking through just uh you know the three you know even if you're just talking about specifically like one piece and bleach and and naruto just in those i mean Obviously, if you've seen Naruto, you know that it's it's all about it's his, it's been his heart, his hard work, his dedication, his drive, never losing, you know who he was, even in a world where he was hated. You know what I mean by a whole village. Like you had, we're not talking about just your friends, we're not talking about your family, we're talking about a, you know a kid in Naruto that was hated by your whole village before before you were even born. You know what I mean? Because you know before he even came out of the womb, you know they they knew that they were going to have to seal the nine tails inside of him and he was going to be you know he was going to be the 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 bearer of this of this demon that that tried to destroy the village so you know all these other kids are growing up they all got parents you know they all have people who love them naruto had nobody if it wasn't for ruka sensei when he first stepped in at the very beginning um he like that when uh, i i heard i did a recent podcast uh, i do a podcast with a guy named R Gap and he did a recent episode talking about Naruto and I, and when he said this it, it made really made me think about the show in a different level he said if you think about with Naruto Naruto realistically the simple fact of how Naruto could have gone versus how he ended up was was like completely night and day like when you look at the show and how he actually you know evolved and how he made friends and how he you know was able to hone and kind of tailor his power you know get himself to be this likable character um who everyone eventually ended up loving and depending on when you know when they first started the non-tailed beast that was inside of him all tail beast the story behind them is they draw on hatred and anger so if naruto himself hadn't have been as strong as he was mentally he there's a very good chance that at, at some point if you were going to if the whole village is kicking you like if you know like for you for, for you and me if your whole city or your whole town your whole co- your whole country is kicking you and keeping you down how many people do you know are mentally stable enough to continue to endure that and still be positive through that 
it, the easier route would have been just to go ahead, go down that road of darkness, go down that road of despair, let the Nitels beast out. They killed a whole village. There's never a show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it shows the shows that dedication level and shows that that hard working, uh, you know, that effort uh, for one piece. You know, I love Luffy's character. He's so lackadaisical. He lets you know that don't take life so serious. You know, what I mean, we all have goals at the end of the day and things that we want to do, but don't don't try to force it. You know what I mean? Just take every challenge one one step at a time because i mean ultimately you you you're thinking about the end goal and that's fine but there are going to be little obstacles and things like that you have to overcome um you know on your way to that to that goal so take you know enjoy life but don't take it as serious you know you can you can enjoy it and understand that you have an end goal and a you know end game but you know don't understand that there are going to be challenges in the road is how you adapt and overcome those challenges that makes you who you are so you know and that's just two nuggets from those type shows you know i could go on and on but those are two big ones that that really touched me um just talking about those shows yeah yeah no and i, I agree with you 100 because that's one of the the things that um, i've been thinking about like i watched uh just recently finished the the boys on prime and and uh I was thinking about if if we were given powers like like just as a society as well in America anyway specifically given how how we are and how warlike and, and angry we are just almost naturally it'd be really difficult to reel that into for a hero you know like to make that person a hero especially coming up you know depending on where you come up if you you know if you're born into whatever particular situation you could be the ultimate villain, like, and yep. and I think uh, having, like you said, that mental fortitude to be able to to deal with that that that's that's a pretty tricky one because it, you know, I didn't really go on my own personal enlightenment, you know, search for enlightenment up until I was mid thirties. So it wasn't it wasn't like uh, you know while I was younger, you know, I was always had kind of like this this train of thought. Like I said, I was always into comic books, and I think comic books and, and heroes like captain america and and um the x-men and and uh you know batman and characters like that even though batman's kind of a hard one to relate to because not very many people are rich billionaire vigilantes but right you know, <laughs> but like coming in as that outcast and that outsider it was always something that i had to develop like i knew that i had to be stronger than the things that would hold me down so mm-hmm. You know, you and you kind of push that into the back of your mind, and you almost run on it subconsciously. I think everybody runs on that subconsciously. Like, like this year is a good example of, of what a lot of things that people probably never thought they'd have to tolerate or deal with, and then manage to not only overcome this year, but maybe make something new out of the whole situation as a whole. Not saying everybody's had that 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 type of uh, privilege, but it's it's definitely to maintain that that type of mindset and and to be able to maintain the struggle of what really a lot of anime is is, is understanding day-to-day life isn't easy you know like yep. like a lot of the the issue is is trying to maintain your own get your own journey done while dealing with all the nonsense that's going to come at you in the, in the long run you know yeah and i mean that's that like you say i mean th- i think you hit it right on the right on the head is you know it's just one of those things it's all about perseverance i mean you have to understand that you know you're like you said you're um your and you know understanding that you know, you're working towards something in the very end, like you said, in this in this specific situation with 2020 being the way that it is right now with the, the whole COVID situation. It's understanding at the end of the day, if you can persevere, you can do anything that you can, you know, to keep yourself kind of together. And it all happened. Right. I mean, it happened. Everybody was kind of scattered. You know, we were all you know scattered to the four winds and trying to figure out, you know, everybody's flying around by the seat of their pants. But understanding at the end of the day that, OK, this happened like it happened. You know what I mean? Like, I hate the fact that it happened. And, you know, unfortunately, we're losing a lot of people and people are getting sick and things like that. But understanding that it happened. What do we do now? You know, what's the what's the move now? You know what I mean? It, can, am I going to sit here and am I going to waller in it and just say, you know what? It's This is what it is. Nothing's going to be good. I can't I can't do this. I can't, and I'm seeing people all the time, like on, you know, social media. They're like, man, you know, I've, I've been jobless for, you know, six months, eight months, but I didn't give up you know i was able to 
make something happen and I finally got my first interview or I just got a job or something like that. It's like, so you have two different types of mindsets. You can either sit down and you can say, hey, you know what? Woe is me. The world is going to keep kicking me down and I can't do anything. Or you can say, hey, you know what? I, that hurt when I, you know, skint my knee on the, on the blacktop right there, but I got to get back up and I have to do something and persevere to, you know, to get to the, uh, to get to the end game. So yeah, do you think a lot of that has to do like, because uh, obviously, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed that there's been a huge explosion of uh, anime and anime services and and the mm-hmm. east invading the west as far as culturally speaking do you think that yeah. uh, maybe a lot of that might have something to do like uh, the difficulties that that western civilization is dealing with might have something to do with why people are adopting this eastern philosophy or these eastern dynamics yeah, I think so. And I think, I mean, it's, it's been happening. I mean, before it, I think the, I think the big thing, and that's, you know, that's always the conversation. Anytime I ever have a conversation when I talk to somebody between the difference, and I'm sure you've probably had this conversation in your journey. Anytime that I've had, had this conversation about what's anime, cause that's what a lot of people ask is like, man, what's anime? Like, dude, what do you, what's, what, what do you consider anime? Cause you know, I, I watch this show. Is this anime? And I'm like, no, not quite. Um, and so, you know, I always, anytime I have this conversation the biggest thing that it really boils down to for me i guess you could say is like stereotypically it would you would say that if there was something that was like you said an eastern culture something that was actually born and bred in you know in japan tokyo you know china in korea anywhere over in the east you would consider more of an anime whereas in the west we would consider it more cartoons um but i think so i think for i think for years it's kind of been it's kind of slowly but surely been happening. Um, but now when you're looking at like these big companies, like, you know, shout out to Netflix, like Netflix is one of the biggest ones right now that I will say is taking, picking up that, that banner um, and, and reaching out and trying to do some different things with anime. When you're looking at some of their Netflix originals, like, People, people will, people will say, you know, like I love Castlevania. I did a review on Castlevania on Netflix. It was a dope show. I think they did an amazing job with that storyline, um, and that you know, being a Netflix original based off of a video game. Right. So I mean, I think that they're taking. I take. I think that they're taking those aspects. Like, uh, was it uh, Blood of Zeus? I think it yeah, was. I think I Blood of Zeus. That was pretty intense too. Yeah, and I, and I'm enjoying the fact that they're that they're taking that, you know, they're taking these shows and they're, they're taking, they're coming up with these things to hey, say, Hey, you know what? We're going to give a shout out to, there's a huge market for anime right now. And we all know that some of your big, some of our biggest markets are being shut down due to, you know, the COVID situation and they're being seasons are being delayed and things like that. And, you know, Netflix and a lot of these other, you know, streaming services are coming out and saying, Hey, you know what? I get it. There's a market here now, you know, let's, let's pick it up and let's give the fans at least something to watch. Even if it's weird and it doesn't necessarily fit, you know, the normal, you know, MO when it comes to um, anime per se, um, but we'll try to give them something. So I think that it's been happening for years. I think that it's just, it's, it's more now becoming prevalent because of the, the lack of a lot of shows and the hiatuses that a lot of those studios and um, in the East are having with their facing versus now the West being like, Hey, you know what? Like we got an opportunity now. There's not a whole bunch of shows coming out. We got an opportunity to put out some good stuff here and, and put it on our, our uh, streaming service exclusively. Yeah, so definitely. I, I have yeah. to agree with you there. I think uh, the fact that there's been, there's a, like a, a, a vacuum that's kind of pulling away, you know, from, from the entertainment area. I, I there's a weird uh, anime has a I mean, cartoons in general. It's funny. I was thinking about that while you said that. Cause the, uh, a buddy of mine, I never really thought about it, but like Avatar The Last Airbender, right? Um, I never mm-hmm. considered that an anime, mostly because it's a, it's an East uh, Western um, show, you know? I mean, it's got a lot of real Eastern dynamics to it, but the show was is done by Nickelodeon, you know, California show, California studios. Yep. And, but it did, it does carry a lot of those what I would consider the high value portions of, of what anime has, you know, um, that yep. one, uh, Cora, uh, as far as American style cartoons. Yeah. They, they definitely 
have pulled that in. Um, what's the one I just watched? Oh, on Netflix, it's uh, The Dragon Prince. Have you watched that one? Yeah, that was yep. another, Yeah, I've seen That's another... Prince. Might as well be an anime. You know, like, I thought, I thought it was pretty intense. The, the storyline, everything was just... It had me cheering and, you know, rising up, like, watching those the, the, the ending battle for that third season. I was like, what the hell's going on? But, yeah, no, it was... It was it's a fun fun show i think what do you think the turnoff is like i know you mentioned the the idea of hente but i i think there's a weird uh i'm an adult now and i can't watch cartoons dynamic that that a lot of yeah i I, I don't know how old are you i'm 31 so uh, so i mean even being 31 you know i got 10 years almost 10 years on you but it's not like even I knew when I was in my twenties, people still gave me shit about watching cartoons. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, weird, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic, and I, I, I don't. I feel like in one way, there's a special type of person that I think it's people that tend to be open to the the idea of trying to learn things from different avenues. And uh, I wonder if maybe, yeah. like. If it's something that people are trying to draw in, again, I'm going to go back to the fact that I feel like uh, it seems like there's an extrinsic or an intrinsic lack of, of uh, growth that maybe people feel like their their purpose isn't being fulfilled. So I wonder if they're starting to find purpose and and like you said, that vacuum that's not being created by the the uh, by the West um, since these studios are on hiatus. Is it being filled with these ideologies from from the east? Yeah, I think I think there's I I think to your point, um, I think that the biggest thing right now is like when you're sitting down and you're looking at you're looking at a show, right? And, and this is not this is not just this is not anime. This is any show. This is any movie. This is you know anything like that. When you're sitting down and you go to watch something. Ultimately, you're watching it for one or two things, right? You're watching it either for an entertainment value because, you know, hey, it looks like it's going to be a good movie. Like, case in point, um, I love this movie. And I, I watch it 10,000. I've probably watched it more times than I care to admit. But I loved um, Six Underground on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love that movie. I love Ryan Reynolds. Love the action factor in it. Love the, you know, the plot twist of the, you know, the ghost situation. Love it all. I'm not going to give spoilers, but obviously I love the whole movie. So, you watch a movie because of it, of its entertainment value, one, or in certain situations, you watch it because there's something, there's something, even, even if it's subconsciously, there's something that, that when you watch this, you want something out of this. So, and I, and I use this as, a, as an example, let's say that you watch like, you know, Good Doctor or Grey's Anatomy or any of these, you know, medical shows or these law shows, anything like, you know, anything like that. You watch it primarily based off the fact of maybe there was maybe there was subconsciously maybe back in the day you always wanted to kind of be a doctor or you know what I mean like you always you 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 enjoy the the thought of seeing how they work through a problem and how they do a surgery and how they you know this person heals the character development what happens with this character there's always there's something subconsciously that draws you to this to continue watching it that's where the bench factor comes in so. I think that what ends up happening is we get into we get into these shows and and like you said I think a lot of people don't understand the value and the support and the the character development and the plot and everything that goes into an actual anime show because you can't get past the animation you can't get past the, the fact that it's not it's not real like it, it does, like this can't exist, like this can't happen. And it's like, well, I mean, but you understand that you're using the exact same amount of imagination when you're watching Grey's Anatomy or you're watching, you know, this show over here. Or hell, back in the day, man, and I know you know about this, you know, when you think about like your Matlock and MASH and all these, Gill- Gilligan's Island, you know what I mean? Like all of these, you know, these these old shows that everybody enjoyed watching back in the day. It's like, you weren't right. in the military, you know, like you weren't, you weren't, you weren't in the military, you weren't stranded on a, a, on a desert island, you know? 
know, with with Skip with Skipper and Gillian and all them, you weren't there, but you used your imagination and enjoyed those shows. It's the same amount of imagination. I think that people just it's it's almost like a I wouldn't even say lazy. It's more of like a I just don't I I don't want to connect to this because I don't feel like there's anything that I'm going to get out of this. And it's like no, use the exact same imagination and understand and dissect the show for what it's worth because it has a lot deeper meanings than just you know Luffy punching a character in the face. It's seeing the emotion behind him punch it, punch him in the face, or or seeing the the training that he had to go through prior to that punch in the face. You know what I mean? It's it's that character growth that I feel like people don't people don't give to those type shows. So um, I think that, and and I think on top of that, it's. It's another thing of, I mean, it's America, dude. We do the we do the same thing that everybody else does. It just usually happens later. So I mean, it's one of those things. It's like you know, you know, Japan and 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 our and our Eastern you know brothers and sisters have been doing this stuff for forever and a day. And it's like you know what? I see that they did that. We can do that too. We can do that shit. Too. Just we, let's go ahead and find a find a studio that does this. We'll say made in America. You know what I mean? So it's it's just one of those things. I think we were just kind of behind the the eight ball, and and they're 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 typically usually more. I don't know. I have a lot of friends who are you know who are Asian or you know who are who in some way, shape, or form have some kind of Oriental blood in them, and and they're more they're more susceptible to like that imagination piece. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like they do they do things they they're, they're more artistic. You know they have like certain certain things that they kind of think through that you're just like, man, I would have never thought about that. You know, you I would have never thought to do this, and it's and it's it's an example and that obviously some people would say that this is a reach, but it's made it no more evident than when you look at like, look at Tokyo Drift, like the movie for, you know, mm. the Fast and the Furious series as, as, as quote unquote stereotypical as it sounds or as it seems, there has to be some kind of thought process and imagination that be, that puts together one of these ricers that decides, hey, you know what? I'm going to take this car and I'm going to lower it. I'm going to put neon lights on it. I'm going to put this type of tire on it. I'm going to put this type of system in it. There's a there's a level there of like increased thinking, I would say, because you're not doing it to ruin your car. You're not doing it to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this to my car and I'm going to get you know shit for a trade in. No, it's I own this car. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make it look the way that I want it to look. And when I pull up next to you, you, it's going to spark a thought from you like you're going to be like man that's actually a nice ass card you know what i mean and it's that, it's that thought process. so i think a lot of times um we just we just don't we don't take into consideration other people's thought processes or or we we limit you know our minds to say you know what that's trashy like i can't believe you did that to that beamer you know that's a very nice car i can't believe that you would drop it you would do all this it's like bro the car is paid off. Your car, you sitting here riding around in a damn, you know, a Saturn Ion that you've been paying on for, you know, since damn 97. You know what I mean? And you you mad at this guy because he, you know, bought a $30,000 car with his money and decided to, you know, spruce it up the way he wants. So I think we just kind of, we just kind of limit our, our thought process. Yeah, top favorite points in, in One Piece right now is uh, where they get on the little island to get their boat uh, treated so they can go underwater and Luffy meets up with Dragon for the first time and it's these you know, political elites, uh, you know, the military bows down, everybody bows down to them, they, they have slaves, you know, slave trade and and the guy's talking shit and Luffy just starts walking towards him and everybody's freaked out because he's actually just nonchalantly like pissed off at this guy. It's like this guy, this guy is one of those guys that's never been punched in the face before, and I'm gonna be the guy to punch him. <laughs> exactly. That was like one of exactly. my favorite scenes of that show. And it was it was so crazy because like the build up, like when you the eighth episode was really bad for me. That I that was definitely one of my that would have probably been my number two, I think. But um the uh that that particular scene, that build up where you see those those people that are just belittling and dehumanizing every character in the show except for themselves. And then finally, like the whole time, that's all you want is someone to stand up to them. And, and obviously it's Luffy that's doing it. But um, the other one that was a big one, um, like, and I think, and there's so many people I think would benefit from this, especially with, I'm a big, um, I understand that, I mean, government war has its place and, and there are times when certain things have to happen. But I think 
tactically speaking versus emotionally speaking, you should never let your emotions rule your decisions. And and uh, yeah. the um, Naruto pain slash Nagato um, dialogue that goes on for like I want to say two or three episodes where he's talking about about vengeance and and being angry and carrying that anger and just perpetuating the next person in line and it's like man that is some life lesson shit that i think people if they would just sit and watch this i think this would solve a lot of your problems <laughs> yeah yeah, and and to 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 piggyback on that, because you know I I I uh I covered that. I think it was that the one you were alluding yeah, to yeah, the top yeah. five the top five anime this that I did. Um, yeah, I mean to that point, like the whole I mean Payne's premise, his whole essence in that show, his existence in that show was was a was a truth to itself. And again, that's a that's a depth that people don't. Uh, People, a lot of people don't, you know, pay attention to. A lot of people don't care so much about. But literally, the reason, and he even spoke to that. The reason why I decided to go by the moniker Pain instead of, you know, my regular name is Nagato, is because essentially this is what I have felt every day as an orphan. What I felt every day as, you know, this outcast. What I have felt every day when people have looked over me. What I have felt every day when people have ignored me and acted like I didn't exist. You know, I have, I have felt pain. I have been, I have been hurt to the point where the only thing my only recourse and the only thing that i want to do is to make the world feel how i feel how i feel and i and i did everything that i could potentially do to get the power to do that and like that in itself is just a powerful statement you had someone who was so like we always hear everyone always loves the good you know the the good guy everyone loves superman everyone loves you know uh uh, uh you know all these all these the heroes and stuff like that everyone loves them they have this traumatic you know backstory and oh my gosh like i can't believe that you know superman's world was destroyed and he had to get sent away but he came to earth and saved the earth like no one cares about that guy nobody nobody cares about that guy like give me this character here that said hey you know what i'm gonna do the complete opposite like i have lived my life and my life has been shit so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna grind my ass off i'm gonna go get you know all the strength that i need and i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna fuck y'all up for doing this to me like you messed up my life and all I wanted to do is just live a normal life. You messed that up. I'm going to do everything that I can to come back and get vengeance. Um, now, obviously, in that situation, um, you know, I mean, I hate, I hated the way that that had to go because, again, you know, no spoiler. I don't want to spoil it, but obviously, you saw my, you saw right, and heard who my number one was um, number on one. that list. <laughs> yeah so but but ultimately i mean like i said and, and the simple fact and you know I, and I thought about this too um and we've we've again it's another it's another and this is a prime example of what we just talked about about the difference between what we like realism versus the animation and imagination if you remember um with harry potter right so you remember with harry potter mm-hmm. uh, have you watched the harry potter movies Okay, so you remember Harry Potter when we get to, you know, Lord Voldemort and things like that and the whole cruxes where he split himself, you know, he split his soul and everything right. like that into the different items. Right. It was the same thing that Payne did. Payne had different paths, different pieces of himself that he split out. You know, he had different ones that, that were different different pieces of him where he used the uh, the Renegade to split himself into the six paths. Those paths and their their appearances, their abilities, their their uniqueness were all different mm-hmm. aspects of Nagato. And so it's like, but you can so but but people can sit down and I've had debated conversations. I love Harry Potter too, and I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but I've had debated conversations with people who love Harry Potter and will defend it to the end of the earth, saying that it's this great cynical masterpiece and everything like that, which it is in its own right. But it just gets me because those same people can't understand yeah. a pain. And it's like, why can't you understand this? Is it because it's animated? Because I mean, other than that, they are the same person. Because I mean, Voldemort. Voldemort essentially wanted the same thing. He he was a bad dude. He he understood. He was hurt. He felt some type of way. He split himself to you know to make sure that he was able to take the world and make it in his image the right, same way that right. Nagato was. Right. So it's like, why why can't you you know you you it's it's that whole six in one hand, a half dozen in the other. So it's like, why can't you see one but you can't <laughs> see the other? So no, that's a good. Um, that's a good. That's a good. That's just what. Uh, just I think. Um, 
and I, I've been trying to find more resources and maybe maybe you can kind of gear me in that direction but there's like like the monologue or the dialogue between uh, Nagato and Naruto I'd love to find that and then just clip you know just that section just so people can see that because I really think there's value in that there's a lot of stuff in, in um, the uh, Ra- uh, Nico Robin arc in One Piece there's a lot of stuff in the uh, the Nami art in One Piece, um, the loyalty, the dedication that you find in a lot of these people—they have a lot of uh, like I'm a I'm a big uh, I've been studying a lot of uh, Stoic philosophy lately, and um, it's a lot of it's about discipline, and that's another thing with a lot of these characters is is they are disciplined to the point to reach their goals, and the things that don't matter to their goals they don't care about. You know, it's just, it's not that big of a deal. Um, there was, but I, I think a lot of people, they, they miss yeah. out on uh, the lessons. But I also, I guess it depends on the person because if they can't see lessons in, in everyday entertainment to begin with, then it, maybe, maybe anime could be lost on them anyway, you know. <laughs> yep. Case case in point to your to that point, man. Um, and I don't know if you've if you've watched it either. Uh, but mm, Full Metal Alchemist, great, like Full Metal Alchemist, at its core, at its core is just filled filled with like just level upon level upon level of of just you know depth. Uh, I mean, the simple fact, even just basing it purely based off of you know the history and the storytelling of, right. of alchemy in the first place like right. even even excluding just that like when you get to like when they're, when they're talking about scar like when you're sitting there you're listening to scar's story and you're like man you know what like right. where have i heard this before people who were you know, people who were refugees who, who were brought to a land then the military rolled in and basically killed them and slaughtered them for no Other no reason whatsoever different. like none what Exactly. Other than the fact that they look different. So it's like these are and, and a lot of times what happens is I think that to your point, a lot of times the entertainment then is lost because then we start hitting real world points. If I if I'm watching an anime, I'm trying to escape True. my reality. I don't want to hit I don't want to watch something else that's gonna remind yeah, me of how reality, yeah. reality is. Yeah. Um so I think a lot of like you said, so it may be it's simple fact if you can't see that or you can't relate to those type of situations again to your point, yeah it may you know anime may be lost to you yeah. on the, in the very beginning like <laughs> well, don't even there's, work. There's, there's been points like you know where where I'll be watching a show or something and and it's something that I might be going through personally and then you catch. A glimpse of what your problem is in that character and then you start trying uh-huh. to kind of piece it all together like you know like how's he gonna how would this character handle this and then i don't know for me it helps me kind of find levity in the situation you know it's like it's like obviously i'm not alone yeah. with struggles obviously i'm not the first person to have to try to overcome this particular struggle so it's like you know uh-huh. And I, maybe that's a weird naivete, you know, childlike kind of innocence to dealing with life's problems. But I, I, I don't know. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's a there's a reason why you know a lot of people say you know a, a creator. A lot of people, those people will put part of their subconscious into this. You don't just come up right. with this stuff off the top of your head. You know what I mean? Like a lot of this stuff, yeah. you you go through when you're creating, when you're writing, when you're drawing or whatever like you decide to kind of impart a little piece of that and i think that's what i enjoy um just like in that sense is obviously there's a piece of there's a piece of you in here you know what i mean whether it be a big piece whether it be you know uh, a small piece or whatever whether it be you know you decided to use your best friend's story that they were going through but you put it inside of this book that lets me know that at some point the author or the creator was trying to at least you know, right. kind of connect yeah. with you. No, yeah, that's right. yeah, and I, I really enjoy the the depth to it. But obviously, you got to work through some of the silliness, and I think that's probably part of it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think um, there's an old. Uh, I want to say it's a Greek saying, but it says, uh, or maybe it's English. But it was a buddy of mine used to always say it because I used to get pissed off at stuff, and I go, "Yeah, this is such nonsense." You always say uh, a little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. 
And uh, yeah, and I, and I, I was like, you know, that actually really plays out when it comes to, like, you know, they, they get really complex and deep. But then they do something yeah. really silly to kind of just ease the moment. They're they're not. I mean, now I will say that you know, and I I had a conversation with a, a buddy of mine uh, not too long ago. Um, he was his daughter. Um, his daughter started listening to my podcast, which I was like, yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. Um, but uh, but and I, I thought it was kind of cool. You know, I think she's twelve, thirteen, so she was. So he was like, hey, you know, she's just not getting into anime, and you know, I don't, I don't know anything about it. You know, hey, dude, can I call you? And I'm like, dude, you can fucking call me at any time. Man, I'm down. I'm down to support right. her to, to support right. her growth. She's a little seed. Um, but uh, but he called me and we were talking about shows and I told him to and he mentioned it too. So I, I think you probably get a kick out of this. He was talking to me about the boys and uh, I told him. I said, you know, I said to your point, dude. I said I got a I got a show. There's a show, and if anyone has watched it that's listening, or if you've even heard of it, if you've looked at the manga Berserk. Like Berserk is probably one of the darkest shows I would say that I've ever watched anime wise. Um, and it's one of those ones, like you said, there, the, 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 you would, you would, you, you hope for the, for that happy moment, that, 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 that light at the end of the tunnel, you know, the happiness and things like that that comes, but it, yeah, it never lets it happen. You know what I mean? And so it sucks you down. The one character that was kept in the basement or something, like they kept him. Yeah, that was that was rough. I was like, Holy yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a really heavy show. But you know, and I told I told him that, and he was I told him I said storyline and 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 plot and just the way that there's development in that show is amazing. It's immaculate. It's it's it is otherworldly. But I was like, <laughs> she's not ready for that. Like she as a, as a 12, 13 year old girl, she is not ready for this in any way, shape, and or form. So keep her away from that. I was like, you know, I'll keep that on the back burner. I'll put that one in my, you know, in my in my backpack and I'll I'll introduce it to her when she gets a little bit older. Um but I was like as of right now, definitely don't check that now but like you said i and that and that show it's one of those ones i i can watch like i watch a couple of episodes at a time and then i gotta go find something happy like i gotta go find something that gives me some kind of joy you know i have to maybe i go put on um maybe I, I don't know I, I, my favorite movie of all time is uh conan the barbarian the original like 19 oh, yeah. i think it was 83 1986 okay. one or whatever with arnold <laughs> yeah that's my favorite movie hands now um i probably i'll probably watch that movie closer okay. close to the 100 100 times um but i'll you know i'll put that on i'm like you know what i'm enough berserk for me today i can't watch anymore um, let me just put on conan um so you know but like you said i mean it's it's just crazy how a lot of these shows people don't understand the depth or don't understand the severity of what goes on and the thought process behind yeah. um, you know these shows I, I, while I they're created so side of it all like it's it's a that's a I think that's kind of probably one of my biggest driving factors. My all my kids have been pretty into anime lately, so it's it's kind of cool um, because their their personalities are pretty mellow for the most part too. Like they're not you know, they're not super high strung, and I, I think a big portion outside of you know parenting, I think a big portion of it is the fact that that's just what they're into right now. You know, they're into those kind of stories that kind of. And I think it plays a big role in helping them with their anxiety and their their overall worldview in a world of you know internet games and and you know uh, online you know interactions. You know, there's not a lot of especially with the way things are going right now. You know, there's not a lot of getting out. And doing stuff, so. so as far as your show goes, yeah. um, how how many episodes you got in? Uh, so I am actually in season one, uh, episode fifteen, just dropped this past Monday. We put out a, of course, a new episode every Monday, um, and I think I start. I think my first episode was September fifteenth. So, um, so I feel like yeah, we're 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 at fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. So this week's uh, episode coming up on Monday will be my sixteenth so one. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. Yep, every Monday. Um, usually, as much as I hate to procrastinate, with Sunday being 
football day, I end up always watching football and then I watch the late night game. And then I'm like scrambling at like 10 o'clock to try to hurry up and record an episode. I'm trying to work on my procrastination. <laughs> but uh, but as of right now, I at least uh, I usually try to record on um, Sunday night. But yeah, they oh, drop at, usually okay, at midnight yeah, is usually, when I put them out. So oh, you gave out a couple of uh, social media sites. Which uh, which two do you use? Um, so the big ones that I use right now for social media are on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and on both of those, I can be found at uh, at Anime Talk the, and the number 12. So Anime Talk 1, 2 um, on Instagram and on, okay. Anime um, Talk on Twitter. Cool. So. Yeah. And I'll, is there any other shout outs you need to fill yeah. in right now or are you no man um i would just say you know first of all i appreciate you bringing me on man it's, it's really dope I'm, i i love collaboration so coming on here um and having the opportunity to collaborate on your show after listening to your content is is dope it's an honor so i'm definitely appreciative for that um like i said anime talk 12 on twitter and on instagram every uh, new episodes every monday and there's a lot of content right now like i said with 15 episodes i did a whole tournament of power where i did like a sweet 16 style uh, protagonist and antagonist on opposite sides of the bracket to narrow it down to the ultimate good guy versus the bad guy um yeah back in back in november so that's all up um so just a whole bunch of content so just if if anyone is interested or you have any questions feel free to reach out to me on those uh those social media handles and check me out on spotify or anywhere you know google podcast or apple podcast so that was matt saint jack with anime talk you can find him on pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you can't find him there, feel free to go to his anchor site and uh, or reach him on Twitter or Instagram at Anime Talk Twelve and uh, let him know if you're wanting to add or if you're interested in some of his content. If you are a anime type person or a philosophy person, as you probably listen to this podcast again, I apologize about the audio uh, difficulties that we had. Against my better judgment, I, I made some faulty decisions, but uh, I think I got most of what I wanted uh, from Matt St. Jack, and I hope uh, he had a good time with that conversation. He's a bright individual and a very entertaining podcast, but hey, I'm an anime fan, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a win-win for me in that regard. I uh, hope you guys had fun. Let me know if you uh, are interested in collaborating in a podcast. This is going to be the predominant focus for this particular podcast. This is to be determined. It's a podcast thing. TBD, it's a podcast thing. Hope you guys have a good one. Take care. Bye.